You are listening to the Confidently Me podcast, episode number four. Welcome to the Confidently Me podcast, Unlocking Your Confidence with Coach CJ, where we're not afraid to have the bold conversations around self-worth, self-esteem, and self-confidence, because we want you to see the beauty of what's possible and be empowered to create the life you truly desire to live, because you know what? We all have sugar, honey, iced tea to get it done. Hey, I'm your girl, Coach CJ, and thanks for joining me today. So you guys know me. Let's just jump right into it. So today, we're talking about why taking action can be so hard. Why is taking action so hard? Some people you see them take an action immediately. They jump 10 toes in, two feet in. They take action immediately and they get stuff done while other people seem to just struggle. They cannot get started or they get started and they stop. They get started and they stop. It's like a cycle, a miracle round that they cannot get off of. And I want to talk about why this happens to us, because everybody has been through it. Even the people who seemingly get stuff done, they've even had their share of struggles, trust me, even if they're not willing to admit it, they have. And so there's this thing that I want to talk about, because when I am working with women, I'm working with girls, we sit down and we we go through a couple of things. And even when I get emailed from people and they want to ask me questions about, hey, what's your advice on if I can't follow through? I don't have good follow through. Um, I can't execute. I'm not good with execution. I'm a good planner. I can plan my whole entire life out, but I'm just not good at executing it. I need an accountability partner. I don't start there. And there's a reason why I don't like to start there because that isn't where we should start. Because a lot of people want to make change in their life starting at the action layer. And that's not really where you need to make change. And let me explain why. There are four layers that I'm going to walk you through. The first layer starts with your thoughts. All of us have thoughts. Every human being has thoughts, okay? And you produce, you know, over 50,000 thoughts a day right? Well over 50,000 thoughts a day. And so that's a lot (laughs) to process throughout the day. If you think about all the conversation you're having with someone, all the information that you have to process as you're 
going to school, as you're working, as you're watching TV, as you're on your phone, on your computer, on your tablet, as you're interacting with the world, you're having to process that information. In addition to that, you have to process internally what you're thinking about the information that you're receiving. So not only are you having to process information that you're receiving, you have your own thoughts about the information that you're receiving. You have your own thoughts about the conversations that you're having with other people, your own internal thoughts about what's going on with you. And you also have this second layer called your feelings. Your feelings are separate separated from your thoughts. It's, it's different. They're not one and the same. You have your feelings, how you feel about something, which is actually tied to your thoughts, right? That's another layer. And how you feel about something matters. The third layer that you have, that layer is actually your actions, right? What you what you do day in and day out, um, those are your actions. And then the fourth layer are your results. So let's let's spend a little time talking about these layers. So our thoughts are so paramount and critical to how we live our lives. However, we are not taught very often, if at all, how to be mindful of our thinking, how to be mindful of our own thought patterns and how we think. We're not taught how to be intentional about how we think. We are not taught how to observe our own thoughts. We are taught how to observe the world (laughs) and how to observe everything in it but ourselves, which is very interesting. But you have to realize that your thoughts create feelings and everything that you do in life is because you want to feel a certain way. I want you to let that soak in. Everything that you do in life is because you want to feel a certain way. Okay. You do something in life to either create a feeling or to avoid a feeling. Okay. And if your thoughts are what creates your feelings, then you probably should know what your thinking is and why you think the way that you do. What? determines your thinking and however you feel that is actually going to drive your actions and whatever actions you put into place is what is going to produce your results so again your thoughts create your feelings Your feelings drive your actions and your actions produce the results that you see in your life right now, today. And whatever actions that you have implemented 
and your past are the results that you're living in today. Okay. And so a lot of people are sitting in results today that they don't like that are the output of actions that they did yesterday, the day before, last month, last year. And that's also a result of not being very intentional with their actions, but that's a whole nother, a whole nother can, a whole nother bag, excuse me, that needs to be unpacked. So let's go back to the very beginning of this thoughts. Most of us are not taught how to sit down and observe our thoughts in a non-judgmental, gracious way. And so when I'm working with anyone, that's one of the first assignments that I give <laughs> is for them to sit down with themselves. And a lot of people do this. They like to meditate and do some other things. I don't do a lot of long-term meditation or anything like that. I do believe in journaling and observing what it is that you're thinking because I think that's important. And the reason why I say you need to be able to sit down with your own thoughts and do it in a non-judgmental way gracious way and extend some grace to yourself is because a lot of my clients, when they do this, it's like turning on a light in a dark room and seeing what's in there and it could get scary. And a lot of people turn that light on and they realize how ugly their thoughts are and they realize how negative their thoughts are and they realize that their thoughts are coming from very negative experiences from previous relationships, from childhood trauma or childhood drama, just from a bunch of things that are unsavory that have happened in their past, some that have been in their control and a lot of things that have been out of their control. And that's something that is very overwhelming for them. And they get scared and they turn the light off and they say, I don't want to deal with that. I do not want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with my thoughts. I just want to change my action. And if you only want to change your action, you are going to be fighting a uphill battle with a boulder that is a thousand times the size of you while you're trying to push it uphill because you only want to make the change at the action layer which is not long lasting, which you know doesn't work because it hasn't worked up until this point. You have to go back and deal with why you're not taking the action in the first place, which has to deal with all the feelings and the thoughts that you have around yourself and the action that you're trying to take and why you're not taking it. It all goes back to the first two things. And this is why people find themselves in a perpetual circle, perpetual merry-go-round of inaction and inability to move forward. And they can't figure out why. It's because you're not dealing with the root of the problem. You're trying to deal with symptoms of an issue. 
And that's not getting you anywhere. It's not productive. It's not conducive to you moving forward. You have to go back and deal with the root. So you have to go back and understand what feelings are you trying to either avoid or create, which is based on your thinking. You have to go back and tackle your thinking, which means you need to understand what you're thinking and why you think that way. What's going on with you? And this is something that takes, what am I going to say, you guys? Yes, it takes time. It takes time. This is not an overnight win. This is a win. W-I-N. That you can have. That you can get. But it takes time. And being able to observe your thoughts in a gracious, non-judgmental way takes practice. Because you may not like what you find. And I've used this on myself in the past, and I still use this on myself. When there's something that I want to get done and there's certain results that I want to see in my life, this is literally what I do. And a lot of people have asked me how I have achieved so much and how I have seen a lot of the success that I've seen in my life. First of all, let me just say, um, as a woman of faith, I do believe in purpose and I believe in prayer and I believe that God has given me a tremendous amount of mercy and a tremendous amount of grace. You guys, there's some things that have, have happened, excuse me, in my life that I totally do not deserve. Let me just say that. I also believe that you have to be intentional and you have to sit down. You have to recognize where your gaps are at. And you have to be honest with yourself and say, what am I doing or what am I not doing that is contributing to where I'm at today? And that takes a lot of maturity and it takes a lot of honesty with yourself for you to be able to do that. And I'm a very goal-oriented person and I've used this on myself and I used this on myself for years because there was a point in my life where I couldn't get things done (laughs) and I was trying to figure out what was going on with me. And I kind of fell into this way of, of, of moving forward by sitting down and really trying to understand what was going on with me. And it started with journaling. It started with writing down what I was feeling and what was going on with myself in my life and understanding that that turmoil at that time or during those times and understanding what I was thinking and why I was thinking that way. And good, bad, ugly, pretty, everything in between, me starting to see my own thinking pattern. And I didn't like what I saw. And I had to make a choice. Do I stay in that space? Or do I start to change the way 
I was thinking? Do I start to change my mindset? Do I get out of the negativity and start to be more purposeful and intentional in how I saw myself and how I saw my gifts and how I saw my talents and how I saw the world and how I chose to interact with myself, how I chose to love myself, how I chose to respect myself, how I chose to show up for myself. That's when things really started to change and shift for me. And as things started to change and shift for me, I said, wait a minute, there's something to this thing. A mindset shift is happening. And as my mindset shift happened, then my world also started shifting in addition to that. And my actions started becoming a little bit more concrete and started becoming more consistent in nature. And I started experiencing way better results than I was experiencing previously in my life. And what I found is that this wasn't some type of fluke. This is actually, if you look at anything that's in the cognitive behavior, this is a lot of work that they talk about around thoughts and behaviors and feelings and actions. Okay, so do your research. This isn't just CJ, you know pulling something out the air and say, hey, this is something that you should do. No, there's actually research around this. I just didn't know what it was at the time, but I know what it is now. So this is why taking action can be hard. You don't understand yourself. And I say this all the time when I go in front of a group of people and I talk about the importance of knowing who you are, people assume that when I say you need to know who you are, that that I am stating you need to have everything in the world figured out and you need to know, you know, your purpose and you better have everything from A to Z just buttoned down. That's not what I'm talking about, people. Because as you mature and evolve, you're going to come to new levels of yourself. So there's always something about yourself that you're going to have to find out and grow into. But when I say you need to know who you are, how much time are you spending getting to know yourself versus all the time you spend getting to know the people and the things around you? That's really what I'm driving at. How much time are you spending trying to understand what you're gifted and talented at. That's what I'm driving to when I say you need to know who you are. You need to know and understand CJ. I'm talking to myself now. I need to know and understand me. If I know my company's strategic initiatives and where they want to go in the next 10 years and their latest technology, and I can lead a team within that organization and know everything about that team better than I know myself, you've got to be kidding me. That's not the way it's supposed to go. I'm supposed to know me better than I know that company. What's the point of knowing that company and everything that I can do for that company and the millions of dollars I can save for that company and handle for that company and budget for that company better than I know myself? And that's the problem. We are taught to know how to do things for other people and other companies 
and make them millions of dollars or save them millions of dollars, but we're not taught to know that and be that for ourselves, which I think is a problem. But I digress. So the reason why you're not taking action or the reason why you're stuck in inaction is because you do not understand that your feelings are driving your actions. And because you're not dealing with your feelings, which are produced by your thoughts, you're stuck. So we got to take a step back and start dealing with your feelings and understand what's causing you to feel the way that you feel. What feeling are you trying to either create or what feeling you're either trying to avoid and what thoughts are surrounded with those feelings. Okay. That's it. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining me. Peace out.